and welcome to the second episode of The List Makers, a new mini podcast from the Doctor Who show where we take a top five topic, each pick our lists and discuss them. But there are no hard and fast rules, it is all about the chat. I'm Dave. And I'm Rob. And on this month's List Makers, we are making a list about top five companion departures. <laughs> We've had some time to think about this, Dave, and I, I got some beauties. Oh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing where we go with this one. The format for the list makers is simple. We each give our list for this month's top five-ish topic, explaining our picks, and then we'll chat about what we had in common or didn't, and anything else of note, all in about 20 minutes. Rob, last time we had half a pick in common. <laughs> I was very surprised by that. I was very surprised by that. There was some really... um. Really interesting omissions from both of ours in some ways, but we're not here to be retrospective. We're here to talk about top five companion departures, and it's my turn to go first, so okay. I'll dive in. Five is uh, tough. Five is tough to when you hone down on this stuff, Dave. I've got it, to is say. An, it is, and that's why I've done six. <laughs> of course you have. Um, because we can, because it's our podcast. Sure. Um, now, you'll be pleased. There's a bit of Davo in my list, Rob, and in fact, number six is a Davo one, and that is Turlo. Okay, yes. Now, you know I really like The Planet of Fire, and I think it is a good departure story for Turlo, but when I think about a companion who started off getting into the TARDIS because the Black Guardian wanted him to kill the Doctor, no one quite knew how to trust him. He goes to that arc over the Black Guardian trilogy and you know he's redeemed in Enlightenment, but there's always that sort of cynicism about Turlo and where do his loyalties lie. So mm. to see him reunited with his brother going back to his own people, learning his origin story, but going back a better person, going back to be a leader, I think is a really good thing. And then that underplayed performance between Davison and Strixon, and where they just gently say goodbye to each other, the Doctor praises him, you know, best to leave while you're a bit of a hero, and then he just turns to Perry and says, look after him, he gets in the most tremendous trouble. Mm. And I just think that's just such a wonderful, subtle line, and I, I really like it. I think it's really good. My number five is also a Davo. In fact, it's a neighbouring Davo, and that is Tegan in Resurrection of the Daleks, mm -hmm. which I just love. I can remember as a kid watching that and just having the impact of a companion just overwhelmed with what's happened. And, and her line, you know, Auntie Vanessa said... If it stopped being fun, give it up, and it stopped being fun, Doctor. That's a really powerful moment. The performance is really good. Davison looks shattered. He absolutely yeah. looks shattered. Um, Strixon doesn't quite know, you know, where Turlo's meant to go. You know, Turlo's like, I'm not going to show her that I care that she's leaving, but I do. Mm. There's a really emotional dynamic there. It's dark. It's grim. It's it's a good performance. I really like it. Number four is a personal favourite of mine, and that is Romana II in Warrior's Gate. Nice. This is this is a companion who their departure is gently built up over the course of the story in the most perfect way. She literally substitutes for the Doctor when the Doctor goes off into the void and then the, uh, the, the, the slave traders come. She literally is mimicking and copying the Doctor and taking on his role and stepping up in that way right at the start of the story. She finds something to fight for. She finds something to go away and do. 
And then the actual departure scene. I, I love it so so much. I love you're the noblest Romana of them all. It's such a clever line. I love the fact that Tom and Lala don't get emotional. This is this is an upbeat one, you know. You're going away to free the slaves and to be awesome and wonderful and, and I'm so happy for you. And then that final scene, you know, will mm-hmm. Romana be okay, Doctor? And Tom just gives that big grin, she'll be superb. <laughs> it's yes. so good. It's so good. I love it. I love it to death. One you may have picked was going to be on my list, Rob, is my third pick, and that is Zoe and Jamie in the War Games. Mm-hmm. This is perhaps as emotional as a companion departure gets. We did speak about this a couple of months ago now on our dive into se- se- season six. To dive yeah. into season six, yeah. the fact that they're forced to leave the Doctor—they don't want to leave the Doctor. They're forced to leave the Doctor. The Doctor doesn't want them to leave, and when they turn to each other and say, "Don't forget me," and "Don't forget me," and they leave and when when Pat turns to the timeless and says they will forget me, won't they? That's heartbreaking. That is that is as good as anything the new series does, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. It's impactful. It's wonderful. I love it. My number two, I couldn't not have a Hartnell one on the list, and I am going with Susan. Okay. I suspect some of you may have expected that. I don't know, but again, Susan grows up over the course of the Dalek invasion of Earth, and. I know it's a bit of a trope amongst fans to sort of talk with with jest about all oh, these romantic relationships that develop 30 seconds before the end of the story so they can leave. <laughs> That's not the case here. You you watch her building her relationship over what is presumably days and weeks in, in, in time in, in this story. And they do talk about, you know, how he has roots that she wants and how he wants to rebuild a world and she wants to be part of that and his affection for her and his respect for her grandfather. It really feels like a young man courting a woman and sort of, you know, introducing himself to the parents, or in this case, the grandparent, and getting himself on, on side. And, but then that, that departure scene, I mean, that departure scene is so good that they use it as the opening for the five doctors. You know, one day I shall come back. Mm. That is his goodbye to Susan. It, it, it's a forced moment. Caroline Ford actually gets to do some well-scripted acting, which she doesn't get to do a lot of over her time. It's, it's emotional. There's that lovely music. Again, any, as good as anything, you know, emotional pack that anything in the show has. Mm-hmm. And my final one, Rob, is the third Doctor and Joe Grant in The Green Death. Again, a departure you see coming all the way through, not just the story in this case, but the whole season. Joe just building up, growing up, moving away from the Doctor. She finds a core she wants to believe in. She finds what she literally calls a younger version of the Doctor mm-hmm. in Professor Jones something to believe in and then it, it just seems so natural then just those those final scenes you know that, that goodbye that wedding present the references back to their first meeting and then he just slowly slips out of the party Joe just turns around sees that he's gone looks sad but then Cliff puts his hand on her and you know she's made the right choice and then the third doctor just drives off into the sunset alone the yeah. fledglingless fly the coop yeah that is that is so good so that's my list, Rob. Dave, you've uh, you've picked some good stuff here, uh, without doubt. We've only matched once. Wow. Mm. I'm curious to find out which one it is. Sure, and I'm very surprised at one of the omissions from your list. You probably thought I was going to have it, so <laughs> you might not have picked it. So let's begin. I'm going to begin with the one I think you think I was going to pick, so you didn't pick, otherwise you would have had seven picks, and it's Adric. We'll talk about Adric. Okay. I think this needs to be here. Even to fans who didn't particularly like Adric at the time, 
the way he exits is pretty brutal and I think people largely respect I mean some people do mock it and they think it's funny because you know they didn't like the character and then he blows up ha 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 yeah yeah but the silent credits to me as a kid were one of the most effective things I'd ever seen on television at, at, at a young age now it seems a bit basic but I think it still sells the message that something very big has just happened and those credits just roll and it's like oh okay that really that's that really just happened that that's wild and yeah there's no theme music and geez oh oh and it just sinks in and i know the content around it like the way it's hardly mourned at all when they get to the next story is weird and it's not actually written very well and stuff but the actual exit who ever forgets seeing that you know and, and whoever forgets that final line like oh now i'll never know like he's, he's a <laughs> yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. bit annoyed that he'll never figure out if he got his math puzzle right yeah ah uh, yeah, uh, it's it's just a very notable one. I think he was he was the first companion to die since I guess um, what Sarah Kingdom and Master Plan or something like that. It had yeah, been a yeah. while, like 15, 20... 16 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So that, that's very notable. I had to include it. Next one I'm including because my whole list, apart from this one, is very dark stuff. So <laughs> okay, this this one is here to to add some color. It's Barbara and Egan. Nice. Yeah. They get back to London. We have all those crazy snapshots of them getting about town. It's just marvellous, you know. Uh, they've, they've both survived, you know, a couple of years with the Doctor. Now they're home. Now it's party time. Now we all presume they're going to go off and, you know, probably get married or something. You know, it's just really nice. You just smile at these these photos. And it's, it's kind of like nothing they ever do again in the 60s. You know, we never sort of have a photo montage at the end of a, a show that I can think of. No, that's true. That yeah. is true. Yeah. yeah, it's like a, it's like a really different sort of thing. Moving on, uh, we have our snap. It's Tegan in Resurrection of the Daleks. If I if I'd had to pick which one would be the one, that was the one. Yeah, and you know everything you said, I've said here in my notes. So I'm going to have to sort of skip over them and sort of pick out anything that you haven't already said. I had the Auntie Vanessa quote, you know, and I, and I've put as well. Davo's reaction is what really sells it. Yes, you know, and and as to and I don't think you mentioned this, the way she comes back at the end. It's almost like she's changed her mind. And that feels very realistic. It's like she's been in two minds and in a a snap decision, she said, it's enough, I've got to leave, I'm off. She runs off. And then I think she's gone, oh, bugger, you know, oh. She comes back and then realises, yeah, she's she's made her bed, she's got to lie in it, basically. I certainly read it when I was a kid as she changed her mind and came back and... Then yeah, when she when she just says you know Braveheart Tegan, but I will miss you. It it does sound like a I don't know I've made the right decision here. Yeah, I I think it's a really strong ending for classic uh, classic Doctor Who in terms of companions leaving. I think it's fantastic. Mm. Your number two, Rob. My number two and my my top two are both in New Who. Ooh. My number two is Bill Potts. She gets converted Ooh. into a Cyberman, but she retains her humanity. You know, those scenes where she doesn't know what she's become are heartbreaking, where she still sees herself as human, but the camera then cuts to a different angle and you see that she is a, a Cyberman. I think that's all amazing stuff. And then at the very end, when, you know, the, the, the Cybermen have been smashed and she's sort of just, like, carrying Capaldi, mm-hmm. you know, in her arms. It's This is, like, epic, epic stuff. Moffat's not leaving anything in reserve here. 
I do think it gets a bit silly when the puddle of space petrol comes up and, <laughs> and, and, and magic's everything okay again and, and everything's going to be fine. No one really died. You know, magic space puddles here. That actually annoys me a lot when I think about it. But everything up until that point, what she has to go through to get there, I think is one of the biggest trials a companion ever endures and it kills her. You know, <laughs> it's a huge departure uh, for a companion. So yep. Bill Potts for me. And finally, this will tie into something you said, my top one is Donna, which I think is just tragic. And it's very similar to Jamie and Zoe, which you mentioned. But I think it's done more crushingly here. With with Jamie and Zoe, it's like, oh, you know, oh, what will they remember? Oh, they'll remember your first, their first adventure with you. And, and you know, well, that's pretty good. And, and it just sort of moves on. So it's, it's sad, but it doesn't gut punch me in quite the way it should. And I guess classic Doctor Who doesn't really do the feels like New Who. With Donna, however, you have that whole Dr. Donna thing, which is actually silly. But as it continues and she breaks and she starts repeating, repeating, repeating words like this, it's like, oh, this just got serious. And then she has a memory wiped and will never remember anything she did and the way she's crying and not wanting it to happen. It's a hell of a gut punch. I think this is Jamie and Zoe dialed up to 11 i i think this one's huge dave interesting so i've got a couple of things to pull out of there mm-hmm. um first of all look i think we need to highlight the fact that tegan was the one that was a snap across both our lists yes um i had her at fifth you had her at third but but we both mentioned her and look you know big tick yeah hugely powerful i mean you know you said before that classic doesn't do emotional gut punches as well as you who but come on tegan come on Oh yeah, it's just done in a different way. I think back in the eighties, it, it, it is. There's a there's a subtlety to it that isn't perhaps there with the new ones, and that's something I want. Well, look, look let, let's pull up that point now because mm-hmm. you had two from the new series. I had none. Interesting. And the sad thing for me was that there were ones in the new series that I did consider, but I pulled back on each of them for very unfortunate reasons I mean I did consider Bill Potts for all the reasons that you had her at your number two but you said in spite of the space petrol and I just couldn't get past the space petrol okay it, it just it just soured a little bit it would be on my top ten but but the space petrol pulled it down for the top five Clara was another one now I have you know said very clearly that Clara is not a favourite companion of mine I don't like the portrayal I don't like the character mm. that's fine mm. but I can remember sitting down to watch Face the Raven, kind of a little bit cynical. And, you know, I, I definitely wasn't trying to be one of those, you know, pricks who's like, oh, I can't wait to see Clara get it, you know, this yeah. time. Ah, oh, woo. Um, but I was sort of like, okay, I haven't liked it. Time to say goodbye. Let's see how they do this. But by the time that she slowly realized the mistake she'd made, what the consequence was be, and was killed, mm. you know, I wasn't in tears, but I was like, okay, well done, Moffat. You've you've absolutely hit me in the guts with that one. Well done. Yeah, yeah. That was powerful. But he brought her back to life, and so yep. it doesn't count. And and it's the same for me with Donna. I see everything you say about Donna. Um, although you liked her as a companion more than I did, I certainly appreciated that exit and the power of it, and and all the rest of it. But again, having gone through this big emotion of you just have to mention my name and her head will explode, then she goes through a whole adventure with the Doctor and the Master, and, and now she's fine. <laughs> So, so I kind of go well. You know, you 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 lied to me. You know, on that on that note, would Perry be on your list if it wasn't for the ultimate throw? Like, if Perry had actually been killed by Yakanos, 
That's yeah. a pretty, pretty amazing exit, isn't it? Oh, it, it's up there. It's a very ugly, ugly story, though. It's you know? a very ugly story. It's a very unpleasant story. But but the punch of a companion being killed is pretty amazing. But I think is is, is again undone because it didn't actually happen. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. But it's tough. Like I like I said, that doing a top five is tough. You 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 wheedle out things. You know, and and have to grab onto things like like I I said I I still held on to Bill Potts because I really thought the puddle of space petrol turning up just didn't matter. Whereas to you, it matters a lot. You know, I think of Rose leaving the first time, and I think of that music that plays in Doomsday, that haunted me for days after that that bass line in you know and and them on either sides of the wall it's like oh my god this is this is amazing and i thought that was very good but in the end i i've kind of fallen a bit out of love with it maybe because of how i feel about rose in general since then so yeah you do things do color your perceptions you know for better or worse one that i think some listeners may be surprised didn't make any of our lists sarah jane smith yeah i mean what what can you say it's, it's a very sudden ending um, it is but she had a good run with the doctor she ends up back on earth uh you know it's it's sad that a long-term companion's leaving but is it is it an amazing ending i i don't think it's amazing like she's not blowing up she's not having a memory wipe she's not being turned into a cyberman she's not just had a a hell of a run-in with the daleks and and is emotionally distraught and runs away it's none of those things. So how could I put it in there? No, look, I, I agree with you. I, th- I think it is quite powerful. I certainly rem- remember it having an impact on me as a kid. Um, and I do like the dialogue, you know, don't forget me or don't you forget me. You know, travel does broaden the mind. It- it's nice, but I don't know that either of them quite land what they're going for with it. No. No, she's a great companion, but the, the ending's not fantastic. And and look, the final point I'll make is just you said you were surprised that Adric wasn't on my list. I did consider Adric, and mm-hmm. again he would be in a top ten. But there's something just a bit forced about it all that just pulls it back a little, little bit for me. It's like when Clara is killed or not killed, as the case may be. Mm. It you, you sit there and go right. All the beats that led up to that are so true of this companion. Now she's arrogant. She thinks she's better than the Doctor, and this hubris has led her to her death it all works whereas Adric you kind of feel like well he had to make that decision followed by that decision and he probably wouldn't do that but he's doing that and then he gets off the thing because and you sort of go mm. he's, the character's doing this because he needs to be on the freighter to get blown up and and that to me does detract from it as much as I totally agree with you that there was an impact oh the impact was huge uh, no pun intended <laughs> uh, anything else you have or is it time to draw our next topic I think it's time to draw the next topic. This was a fun discussion, though. Nice and quick. It, it, it was. It was. And I'm almost tempted to put top five worst companion departures into the hat for uh, one day <laughs> in the future. We might have to do that. But I'm now drawing our topic from Turlo's Hat of Rassilon. Yes. It's a worst. Uh-huh. Top five worst special effects. Oh. 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 The... Oh, where do you begin? I've already got three or four just popped straight <laughs> in my mind. I don't know if they'll end up on the list, but uh, we're already there. So, listeners, top five worst special effects. If you have a topic to go into the hat of Rassilon, please email or tweet us. We'll just 
keep pulling them out and replacing them as we can. But until then, I've been Dave. And I've been Rob. And it's been fun. We'll make some more lists soon. We will. Bye now. Bye. Thank you.